Hi, this is Matt Nielsen with the Lake Buff Barbecue Society here to talk about Ribfest on the Lake Forest Podcast. Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and I'm joined by my co-host, Scoo Walker. Scoo, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, Pete. How you doing? It's bright, oh, man. sunshiny Monday. Oh, it's always good to be Come seen. On. Hey, we, we got a sh uh, show sponsor, Scoo. Dakota Insurance Group. They've got your back. Why? Because that's what friends are for. Dakota Insurance Group handles all your insurance needs. Is today a special month or this month a special month, uh, Scoo? What's going on? It's Life Insurance Month, September. September? Below the lantern. So if you're going to go cr uh, crappie up, this is the month to do it. Got it. Do you, do you find an uptake in business, uh, Scoo? We'll edit always, that out in post. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's dakotainsurancegroup.com. Ask for Pam. Don't ask for Scoo. Ask for Pam. All right. We're joined today by Matt Nielsen from the Lake Bluff Barbecue Society Rib Fest, celebrating their 20th year and uh, here to tell us all about the Lake Bluff Society Rib Fest, Matt Nielsen. Matt, thanks for coming on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Fun to hey, be Matt. able to talk about, you know, food and, and barbecue and, and the Rib Fest that's been taking place in Lake Bluff for, as you said, 20 years now. It's crazy that it's been that long. How did you get started, Matt? Uh, where, well, where are you from? Uh, what's your background? Let's find out a little bit about you before we grow you see what I did there <laughs> nice well I am a, I'm a, a longtime resident of Lake Bluff uh, grew up in the North Shore of Chicago love food actually work in the food industry a bit so it's it's in my kind of in my blood as well and um, and barbecue has just been one of those things that's just it's fun to do my, my cousin actually got me hooked on it a long time ago actually almost about 20 years ago. And ever since then, I just, I came back from a visit with him when he cooked barbecue for me and I just started doing my own barbecue and working on my own recipes and, and then eventually got involved with the Lake Bluff Barbecue Society and, and now sit on the board that actually plans and, and puts on the Rib Fest that takes place every, uh, every first Saturday of October, every year. Wow. Is there competitions? Do you give out blue ribbons? Like what's, what's going on there? Yeah, so this is a real deal competition. It's uh, it, I, I should I should quantify that we're not a sanctioned competition, right? So if anybody that knows about barbecue knows about barbecue competition. There's the Kansas City Barbecue Society, which puts out annual rules and competitions, and they sanction competition. So while we follow their rules for our competition, we have not gone the stage of being a sanctioned competition. Really, this is one of those kinds of fun Lake Bluff events that people just, you know, what we love about our area is it's a group of people getting together and having a fun day out on the Village Green in downtown Lake Bluff, cooking barbecue all day. But there are some significant prizes that get out. And and first and foremost is a huge, like four foot tall grand champion uh, trophy that goes to the winning team. Um, and that carries a lot of bragging rights through the year. Um, and there's a flag that we give out also and that. You'll see that flag flying in front of whoever's house all year long. But this year we've got some new sponsors. We've got some oh. new sponsors this year. Exactly. Who you got? Who you got? Let's plug them. So our, our presenting sponsor for this year is uh, Griffith Branton Lackey Compass Group. 
Uh, we're proud to have them on as our presenting sponsor. And that our supporting sponsors are Exact Blade, who has donated a whole set of uh, different knife prize packs to go to the winning teams. Um, and then we also have Brayhill LLC, which is sponsoring our uh, T-shirts that we're going to be selling at the event this year. We figured on the 20th year, it was time to start, you know, doing some swag for the event and uh, letting people support the, uh, the group. Now, we've had a lot of turnover uh, in Lake Forest, Lake Bluff, people moving in and out, generally about a 1,000 people a year, something like that. Uh, fact checkers have at it. If I just moved in uh, and I say, where is this? Okay, Lake Bluff. Look for the uh, band shell somewhere in Lake Bluff. Uh, what am I going to see? Let's talk to me like I'm a 10-year-old, man. Well, what well, can I expect? You're gonna wanna, the first thing you're going to do is follow the smoke. Because there will be a lot of smoke going on. Uh, but this competition, this event takes place right in downtown Lake Bluff, right on the Village Green, where the famous gazebo is held right across from, you know, the fire department and all the restaurants and all the great things that we have in Lake Bluff. So we take over that whole Village Green for the day. And, and there'll be barbecue teams out there starting at about 7 a.m. And then the awards actually get announced usually around by 5 p.m. at the latest. So it's, it's an all-day endeavor for these teams to cook up about 12 slabs of ribs. And then they have to churn in two for judging uh, by a judging panel that, that we have for the, uh, for the competition. Now, it's just ribs, no brisket. Yeah, the, our competition is a rib-only competition, which is another reason why we can't be a, a sanctioned KCBS event. There, there will be teams will certainly have the option. And, and historically, pre-COVID, you know, teams would cook up a lot of food all day to hand out to the crowds that come. And we do get a good crowd. I mean, we average anywhere around five to 700 people throughout the day Whoa. on the Village Green. And we have uh, we average around 20 teams, which is what we have this year. And teams will historically cook up food all day to hand out for free to people. There's no cost to anybody to do this. Um, and uh, certainly don't know exactly what teams are going to do this year with COVID. Some may not you know, be able to participate in that, but I'm sure there will be teams that will be handing out food as well as the ribs that they, uh, that they produce that day. We haven't mentioned it yet, but what, when is this? We'll mention it again later on in the show, but I want to make sure we get the date and times right. 7 a.m. they start cooking, but when do yeah. you start showing up to eat? So this event is uh, October 2nd, Saturday. So it's two weeks away from today. And generally speaking, anytime around, you know, 1230 or so is a, is a time to show up and start tasting some food samples. We'll have live music that day as well uh, during the afternoon. And then the judging starts at 330 and ends at 430. Um, so then, the, as I said, the announcements will be made usually around five o'clock that day on on who our top five uh, winners are, as well as we have a special award that we give out for People's Choice, um, which is all done by voting in the form of donations to our charity partner, Beef for Hunger. So every dollar that gets donated in a team's name goes uh, counts as a vote for that team, and the team that raises or gets the most votes and therefore raises the most money wins the People's Choice Award, uh, which is given out by Beef for Hunger, our charity partner. Beef for Hunger, school. you know those guys? That's a good charity. Don't they help populate the uh, the food kitchens uh, with beef, right? Because when you go to uh, the food kitchens, uh, you get your canned tuna, peanut butter, whatever, but, you know, you you want some uh, real beef. There, there are some good peeps. 
We'll put the uh, podcast uh, link to the show that they did with us uh, in the notes. Good peeps. So, so man, help me out. I really suck at making ribs. Do you have like ribs for idiots? Quick version on what to do to cook them. I mean, I can cook a, br- a brisket all day long, but ribs, I just, I can't do. Well, I thought you were going to ask me for my secret recipe, in which case I was, you know. Yeah, I know. You're going to give me the, the bird. The show, but no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, ribs are, are probably one of the easiest things to cook when it comes to barbecue. You know, brisket takes 14 to 16 hours at least, depending on the size of your brisket. Pork shoulder a similar kind of time, like 10 to 12 hours. You can cook ribs in four to five hours. They can be super quick. And the thing that's great, the thing that's great about barbecue in general, but particularly ribs, is you can do ribs on a just an everyday grill, right? Like you don't need to go get a trailer. You know, people might have seen if they watched any of this on TV, you see some of these huge like trailer smokers. And we get a few of those at the competition. You know, for the most part, people are using Weber grills or different types of grills like that. For cooking ribs and it's super easy all you need to do is you, you cook them at you know anywhere from 200 to 250 degrees you want to cook them off heat so don't like put them right over the coals right and you want to put some kind of a, a of a pan in there with some water to, to keep some moisture going that's one of the biggest challenges when you do barbecue is you're cooking for such a long time at a low temperature that it's easy to dry out the meat that you're cooking so you want to include some kind of a moisture in there to help keep that moisture going inside the meat it's a you know about a four hour cook or so depending on how you're doing it and the way to know when they're done is when you see the meat really pulling away from the bones when you can see the tips of the bones starting to poke out and another test is you can literally just kind of pick them up and if they bend if you get a really nice bend in that rack of ribs you know that it's really nice and tender and, and ready to ready to get in the mouth. Stu, I suck at making ribs. Don't ever have my ribs. What, what's the difference between uh, obviously the animal, but cooking uh, beef beef ribs and pork ribs, baby back and and whatnot? Is there any tricks there? Or is it all the same? Because really, I am that bad. Well, I mean, cooking ribs, obviously, you know, the type of meat that you're cooking makes a difference. Baby backs versus spare ribs. Baby backs are more tender. They've got more of the tenderloin on them, right? So they don't necessarily take as long to cook as spare ribs might take five to six hours. And then beef ribs, obviously, totally different animal, but similar process. You're not really doing much differently. You know, one of the key things to do, particularly if you're cooking at home and cooking for friends, you know, we would always recommend using a meat thermometer or something just to make sure you got it to the right temperature that that you're looking for so that it's safe. I know. And I use a freaking thermometer. I try to get it to 203 and 203 for a brisket. 203 for short ribs. Maybe touch on short ribs. If you're going to cook short ribs versus a rack of ribs, that's a bigger, thicker, more expensive cut of meat. You got any advice for uh, idiots like myself, Matt? You know, I've never, I've never smoked short ribs, so I that I can't say. I don't know. All right, all right. But I, I imagine just... it probably. I imagine it takes longer. Yeah, stuff. Well, all right, I'm trying to impress Scoo. Scoo. <laughs> You got any questions for our boy Matt here? No, just looking forward to it. Been there every year almost. Scoo's been around 57 years in the hood. So you were there at the first one, Scoo? I was. Tell us, how how was it back in the day there? Did you take your uh, Schwinn out there? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot different then than it was it's going to be now, though. Yeah, I mean, the, the start of it 20 years ago was our founder, Christian Erzinger, 
you know, he and a group of buddies were sitting in uh, one of their backyards, you know, and as guys do, you start talking about what you do really well. And, you know, obviously barbecue, at some point barbecue came up and of course yeah. they all felt that they had the best ribs. Right. And they said, all right, let's prove it. So they said next weekend, let's all meet at the village green and let's cook ribs and see who, who does it. So I think that first year they had maybe five guys that came out and cooked ribs um, and they, you know, they did a winner, they picked a winner and then that kind of started the whole bragging rights concept of it. And, and it's grown every year since then. I mean, I think when I first competed, which was around 2005, we had maybe 15 teams. Now we're averaging 20 to 25 teams. Uh, and it's all local people. That's the fun thing, right? Like it's all backyard cookers. We're not, we're not yeah. bringing in, you know, big competition teams or things like that, but it's all backyard cookers. So it's, it's just a fun day of sitting out all day, cooking food, being with friends, talking to people, maybe sharing a few drinks and sharing right, right. food, right? So this year, yeah. just, just uh, ribs, huh? Not, you don't think they're going to be doing other stuff? We don't know whether, you know, we haven't talked to the teams yet to find out what people are doing. As I said, some teams might be a little reluctant to do some food distribution just because of COVID, but other teams I'm sure will be looking at this like, hey, we, we unfortunately had to take last year off because of COVID. So it's been two years since we last competed and did this. So I, I know a few teams are super excited and, and just ready to, like they want it to happen now. They're ready to go. They want to be out there cooking ribs and, and having a good time. I like to plan my lunch and dinner around all the free stuff. <laughs> That's a perfect time. It's like going to Costco, right? And, and it works too. <laughs> There's a lot of food. Is there any extras? I know it's, we had an off year, but I mean, does beef for hunger take any of it or? Yeah. So all the food that's cooked that day gets, gets handed out to the, to the. Everybody eats it up. Come. Okay. Yeah. The people that just come as part, you know, as, as to watch the event and to hear the, hear the results, it all gets handed out. So teams will hand out their leftover ribs. Um, and then they're, even the ribs that get churned in for judging the ones that aren't uh, consumed by the judges will get handed out to the public as well. So there'll, there'll be a table set up and, and you can kind of tell when somebody puts out ribs because everybody just runs to that space <laughs> and, and grabs what they can, right. To, to try to taste. So it's uh it's kind of, it can be a crazy day. That's for sure. So where do you get the judges from? So the judges are all community members as well. For the most part, we've in the past, we've brought in you know, some people, we had a guy from Big Ed's Barbecue up in up in Waukegan that came in and, and helped us judge also. We've had local chefs that have, that have participated as judges as well. But typically, we try and get our judges from um, past competitors, people who aren't competing anymore. So we want people that are experienced in at least cooking barbecue and know what good barbecue should be. Um, and so we'll typically rely on those kinds of people as well as just past judges that have done it for a number of years. We, we try to bring in a couple of new people every year just to get some fresh blood on the panel, um, but always looking for people that have experience in barbecue because it's it's one of those things, it's, it's super subjective, right? Like what you like is gonna be completely different than what I like. You might like it super spicy and I might like it super sweet. Um, and you might like it to fall off the bone and other people might want you know to be able to actually like gnaw on the bone all day, right? So it just depends. It's it's super subjective, and that's always the biggest challenge. Right, any right. Any food competition, it's super subjective. But you try to limit as much as that as possible, and and really give the judges some focus criteria to to base their scoring on. Have you had any uh, controversies? Never any controversies. <laughs> Come on, this is a fun community event. There's no controversies. 
Just asking. The you only controversy on. is when people run out of beer, right? That's the only time that there's a controversy. Oh, amen, Matt. Hey, what's the best way to learn more about Ribfest? You got a Facebook page or what's, uh, yeah, what's the so deal? The Lake Bluff Barbecue Society Ribfest. We have a Facebook page. We also have a website, lakebluffbarbecuesociety.com. Uh, and certainly Be For Hunger uh, is our charity partner, and they're promoting our event through their email list and on their webpage as well. So we invite everybody to come out and have some fun. It's a great open-air event, but certainly, you know, if you choose to come, be safe and, and respect the teams and their space as well, right? Let's keep everybody safe during this uh, during this time. Remember, remember those jars on each, each counter. And remember to vote for your favorites, right? You know, every dollar that we get in voting that helps our charity partner be for hunger, which is a great organization. We love those guys. Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hey, Pete and Scoo, thanks so much for having us. We appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about any upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes below. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening, and we also thank our Patreon supporters, like Church of the Holy Spirit and Reverend Luke Beck. He's our favorite reverend, isn't he, Scoo? That's right. Amen. Peace. Amen, brother. Peace out. Cue the band. <laughs>